0: I mean, you know, I know, it's bittersweet. You know, you'd be like three twelve, and then you got to pass by In and Out. Come on, somebody! <laughs> you got to fight through those hunger pains and start speaking in the unknown, speaking in tongues. But let's go to Isaiah fifty-eight six. If you're there, say Amen. It says, "Is this not the fast that I have chosen to loose bonds of of, of wickedness?" to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, and that you break every yoke. And then even look at verse 8. It says, uh, then your light shall break forth like the morning, and your healing shall spring forth speedily, and your righteousness shall go before you. The glory of the, of the, glory of the Lord shall be your rearguard. Today, I want to preach a message tonight, preach a message called Why Fast? Why Fast? Let's pray. Father, we thank you. We honor you, how you've already moved in this service through worship. Now, God, speak to us through your word in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Why Fast is the title of my message. Look at this again. It says in verse 6, is this not the fast that I have chosen to loose bonds of wickedness and undo heavy burdens. So the first thing I want to talk to you tonight is that when it talks about how again it says the bonds of wickedness and then it even undoes heavy burdens. I think, well the first thing that we have to do during this fast when we're fasting number one, we're afflicting our soul because our soul is the seat of our emotions and our feelings and a lot of times our soul wants to dictate, dictate how we live our life. But how many know it's important that we allow the spirit of God that is in us to dictate how we live, not our soul. Because in actuality, our soul is our enemy. Put up Romans chapter seven, verse 18. Romans chapter uh, seven, verse 18. Look at this, Romans uh, seven, verse uh, 18. It, it says, for I know that in me, somebody say in me, that, that is in my flesh, Nothing good dwells. So we're made up, obviously, of three parts. We're made up of flesh, we're made up of soul, and we're made up of our spirit, of course. Amen. Then it even goes on. It says, uh, 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 for I know that in me, that in me, that, 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 that is in my flesh, nothing good dwells. For to, to will is present with me, but how to perform what is good, I do not find. Really good scripture because it lets us know that we're going to always at times have challenges with our flesh. Because, again, our flesh wants to dictate how we live. But we have to allow the spirit of God that's in us to override our soul. Because times, there's times where our soul, again, is the seat of our emotions and our feelings. And it is the, Satan's objective is for you and I to live our life and our feelings. But how many you know the devil is a lie? Look at your neighbor and say, I ain't living my life and my feelings. Mm-mm. Y'all know I preach and teach, do not be walking around here with marshmallow emotions. I believe even during this fast that God's going to give us thick skin. Because you know what? You're going to you're gonna have to target where maybe your issues are. During this 21 days, it's, it's, I think it's, it's, it's healthy for you to begin to target what you need to tighten up during this 21 days that's all of us including me so it says again to loose bonds of wickedness I can remember that marijuana was such a stronghold in my life and I remember asking one of the deacons at church I used to attend how do I break this because I'm, I'm tired of being saved and not delivered anybody been there before and you knew you were saved. You authentically gave your life to Jesus. You love the Lord. But then it was that one thing that would cause you to fall short. Anybody been in that season of their life? And it's because of the, the flesh, amen. Again, it said they're the well of no good thing in the, the flesh. And I can remember the deacon saying, man, you're gonna have to go on a fast to get that out of you. And then he gave me the scripture, uh, 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 John 3.30. Put that up real quick. John chapter 3, verse 30. Look at this. This is what it says. He must increase, but I must decrease. How many know that ain't easy? He wants to increase in your life. He wants his spirit to increase on the inside of you. But in order for that to happen, it says, but I must decrease. That means we might have to go through some withdrawals. Anybody been through some withdrawals before? I ain't never been on no drugs, Pastor. I never went through no withdrawals, but you had a relationship. You went through some withdrawals. That relationship, you thought it was a soul mate, but you found out it was a soul tie. You didn't just shake that overnight. Some of y'all in here cried yourself to sleep. Some of y'all had to go put your phone in the kitchen, then go to bed. Oh, I'm preaching now. I got everybody attention <laughs> Withdrawals, somebody say withdrawals. (laughs) We all have been through withdrawals. And you're going to go through some withdrawals even during um, this fast because I believe that some of the things that we're going to target, some of you need to target that disappointment that's still tucked in your soul. You need to target that thing and say, you know what, I'm about to decrease in this area. I can't take this another day in 17 with me, so I'm going to decrease in this area so God can increase. I'm not going to take this another day with me, but you're going to go through withdrawals because some of the stuff that people have done to us, we justified to be mad in some cases. But the Bible tells us in Philippians 3.13, I'm forgetting those things that are what? Behind me. I preach it and teach it. You can't move into your your, your destiny until you shake your history. You can't take your history into your future and we're going to see how far you go. You got to let some stuff go. And during this 21-day fast, we're going to let some stuff go. There's some wicked things maybe about us or some heavy burdens. We got to keep it 100 with God and be like, okay, God, the of God always tells us what we don't identify, we can't crucify. What we don't confront, we can't conquer. So even I'm encouraging during these 21 days, whatever that thing is, confront it, identify, target it so you can break the back of it. So my number one point tonight, my title again is why fast? Because fasting disciplines the flesh. It keeps the flesh in check. So certain times in our life where we act out, we won't allow. See, we, we, one, of the, one of our goals should be in 2017 that I'm not going to allow the enemy to get a reaction out of me. And how do I get there? How do I get to a place of, of not allowing the enemy to get a rea- reaction from me? Discipline. You gotta fast. You gotta discipline your flesh. Amen. So, so, so. Another thing, when you're fast and you're disciplining your flesh, you're literally you're circumcising your flesh. You're circumcising your heart. You're breaking uh, different spirits. Amen. I believe that that spirits like fear are going to be broken. Spirits like anxiety. Amen. Things that you know that you've dealt with. Amen. And a lot of stuff that you're dealing with, you realize that's your granddaddy demon. That's your grandmama's spirit. Exodus, put up Exodus 20, verse 5 real quick. Exodus 20, uh, verse 5. Look at this. Because all of us then have some stuff that then, that, that then been passed down. But we can shake that stuff. Because why? The word of God says that if we, if he must increase, but we must decrease. Look at this, it says, you shall not bow down uh, 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 to them for, uh, nor serve them, for I, the Lord your God, am a jealous guy. Woo. I could stop right there for a minute, but because of time. He's, and when he's saying, I'm a jealous guy, he's saying, I want all of you. Don't be a part-time lover in 2017. He's saying, I want all of you. He's saying, listen, I'm possessive. Come on, I want all of you. He said he's a jealous God. I got, any, I got any husbands in here? Listen, you don't want your wife messing with somebody else. You jealous. You might kill everybody. Can I get a witness? <laughs> no, we fasted. We're not going to kill nobody. Praise the Lord. Where's my women at? How many women I got here you married? Come on. That joke is stepping out on you. You're going to fall out. You might kill everybody. Be calling the church. Come on, somebody. So he's a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children to the third and the fourth generation. Look at that. Those spirits, boy, are a trip. Can I get a witness up in here? Oh, my God, I could tell you some stories. So a lot of times we're we're fighting different spirits. Even Remember David said it in Psalm 51 when he talked about how he said, I was conceived in iniquity which most theologians believe that he, part of the reason why he wasn't, you know, uh, part of the lineup when they were trying to figure out who the next king was gonna be is because the reason why he wasn't there and he was an afterthought is because most theologians believe he had a different mother than the rest of the brothers. Because Jesse's other sons came from the covenant wife and then, uh, uh, whatchamacallit, David's mom was a jump off, in other words. That's what most theologians believe. That's biblical, and some, if you read about Jephthah and Judges 11, that's why they had a problem with Jephthah, because they said, you have your mother, you, you put, put up Judges 11 and 1. Let me show you. The Bible is interesting if you just read it. It's got some stories in here. Look at this. Jephthah the Gilead, he was a mighty man of valor, which valor means he was a man of boldness and, and courage and strength. So in other words, he was all that and then some, but it says, but he was a son of a harlot. Look at how folks will try to find something. Can I get a witness up in here? In and, and, and the scripture, it comes out all strong about how he was mighty. Kicking butt and taking names. But then he had people teasing him because his mother was a jump off. But I tell you what, I've learned this in life. You, you, you came from God through your parents. So in, actual, in other words, I don't care how you got here. At the end of the day, it was destiny. I don't care if it was in the backseat of a Chevy. A Chevy, come on somebody. At the end of the day, it was God's destiny. It was his providence that you be here. Amen? Listen, I got here 45 years ago by way of fornication. I'm so glad my mom and dad was fornicating. I'm here. I don't know about y'all, but I like breathing. I love living. I don't wake up depressed. I wake up saying, this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. God has been too good for me to be depressed. Let me see another year. Come on, somebody. So number one, why fast? Fasting disciplines the flesh. I got, because of time. Go to Mark chapter 9, verse 17. Mark chapter 9, verse 17. Let's look at another situation that takes place. Because again, fasting disciplines the flesh it says then one of the cr- crowd answered and said teacher I brought you my son who had who was a mutant spirit next verse then it says and, and wherever hes he, 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 he seizes or, or wherever it, it seizes him he throws him he throws him down and he foams at the mouth and he gnashes at his teeth and and becomes uh, rigid, rigid. And, and 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 so I spoke to your disciples and and, and they 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 they, they, they and, and it says, and that they should cast it out, but they uh, could not. Next verse. Then it says, he, but, but he answered uh, him, and he said, oh, faithless generation, how long shall I be with you? This is Jesus mad. He's upset. He's angry. He said, you, oh, faithless generation. Here are these guys. They're sitting at his feet, and he's mentoring them. He's leaving impartations of these men, but then he says, O faithful generation, how long shall I be with you? One translation, he says, how much longer must I suffer with you? How long shall I bear with you? Bring him to me. Next verse. Then it says, uh, then it says, then they brought him to him. They, they brought him to him. And, and when he saw him, immediately the spirit uh, uh, began to uh, uh, convulse in him. And, and he fell on the ground and he wallowed and foaming at the mouth. This is a mess. Next verse. So he asked the father, how long has he been? How long has this been happening to him? And he said, from Childhood. Next verse, then it, says, and, and, and then it says, and often has he thrown him both into the fire and into the water to destroy him. But, but if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. Next verse. Then it, then it says, Jesus said to him, if you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. Next verse. Immediately, the father of the child cried out and said with tears, with tears. Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. Now, we can stop right there. Ain't that a trick? Anybody been in that season? I believe. But Lord, help my unbelief. That's like when the Steelers were losing a couple of weeks ago to the Ravens. I believed we were going to win. But I had to say, Lord, help my unbelief. And nine seconds left. Praise the Lord. We saw something supernatural. We saw something unusual take place. Some unusual favor. So all of us have been there. We believe, but Lord, help my unbelief. And there's nothing wrong with that because we're we're, we're still fighting our flesh and we're fighting our soul. So there's times we have to say, Lord, I believe, but Lord, help my unbelief. Because in our intellect, we be trying to figure God out and our humanness. But next verse. Then it says, when Jesus saw that the people came running together, he rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to it, death and dumb spirit, I command you, come out of him and enter uh, him no more. Next, next verse. Then the spirit cried out uh, convulsions and all that and him greatly. And, uh, and then it says, and he came out of him and he became as one uh, 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 dead. And, and so that many said he is dead. Next verse. We're almost done. I know I'm reading a lot of scripture, but I'm going to get to my point. It says, but Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him up and he arose. Then it says, uh, 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 next go to verse 28. Then it says, and when he had come into the house, his disciples asked him privately, why could we not cast it out? Next verse, and we're going to stop right here. And so he said to them, this kind can come out by nothing but prayer and fasting. So at least they asked the question, why couldn't we do it? So in other words, Jesus was telling them, part of the reason why you couldn't will and deal with that spirit is because of your lack of prayer, life. Your lack of pushing your playback, and fasting. Because see, when you're fasting, you're decreasing and he's what? Increasing. So he was letting them know, listen when you fast you're literally you're decreasing in your, your flesh and your spirit man is coming alive your faith is bubbling up on the inside so if somebody comes around and it's got this deaf and dumb spirit you can speak to that thing how many believe God put you in this earth to speak to certain things amen that's like if somebody coming here right now with a deaf and dumb spirit and you know you're trying to bite your ear I'm gonna say come here what's wrong with you and I'm going to cast that spirit out of you. You understand what I'm saying? We're not going to be playing around. Remember Jesus even, he, he called it, he said, you, I rebuke you, you dumb and deaf spirit. See, a lot of us couldn't handle Jesus' ministry. Jesus was aggressive. Come on, calling people vipers and whatnot. Can I get a witness up in here? Telling people how much longer must I suffer with you. So back to my point, he said, these kind, there are certain spirits that only come out through fasting and praying. And I believe that as even you and I step it up during the 21-day fast, I believe that we're going to be able to target things in our life. But I believe in some situations, God's going to put some of you in situations where you might have to pray for somebody. And you're going to have to be able to will and deal with that spirit that they might be having on them. Amen? A lady came to me last week. She told me, she said, Pastor, I had a dream that God was using me. He was using my hands to heal people. And I said, Yeah, that's what he does. Act, put up Acts 19 11. And this is a scripture I gave her after church. Put up, look at this, Acts 19 and, and 11. It says, Now God worked unusual miracles by the hands of Paul. Put your name right there. Amen. Last time I read my Bible, Hebrews 13 8, God the same yesterday, today, and forever. So if God used Paul, that means he can use Reggie and he can use everybody else up in here. Amen? But you got to decrease that he might what? Increase. And then let me drop something on you real quick. Before you start laying hands on anybody else, you better lay hands on yourself first. Amen? We need to get you free first. Hallelujah. So, number one, because the time we got to We'll move on from this. Why fast? Fasting will discipline the flesh. Let's move on to our second point. Second point is fasting helps you receive direction slash wisdom. Go to 2 Chronicles chapter 20. Second Chronicles chapter 20. Put up verse 3 real quick. So 2 Chronicles chapter 20 verse 3. So fasting will discipline your flesh. Number two. Fasting helps you receive direction and wisdom. Look at this, Jehoshaphat feared. Matter of fact, go to one, go to one. Go to 2 Chronicles 20 and one, 20 and one. Look at this, 20, 2 Chronicles 20, we're gonna stay, but we're to put a verse one up. So 2 Chronicles 20, verse one, we're just gonna move up two scriptures. I'm gonna start in verse one. Look at this real quick, it says, it happened uh, 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 after this that the people of Moab with the people of Ammon and the others with them besides the Ammonites came to battle against Jehoshaphat. So you got the Moabites and the Ammonites coming to battle against Jehoshaphat. But look at the next verse. Then it says, uh, then some came and told Jehoshaphat, saying, a great multitude is coming against you from beyond the sea and from Syria, and they are uh, in Hazion, Tamar, which is in Judea. Next verse. Then it says, and Jehoshaphat feared, and he set himself to seek the Lord, and he proclaimed a fast throughout all Judah. Now, I love this because Jehoshaphat is not, he's keeping the 100 with himself. He says, listen, these people are brought to my attention, I got the Moabites coming, I got the Ammonites coming, a great multitude are coming, we're outmanned, we're outnumbered, First thing happens is the spirit of fear just grips him. And we know fear, the acronym fear means false evidence appearing real. So fear is taking dominion over him. He's overwhelmed right now. He's got anxiety on steroids right now. Because he's like, it could be a rat because he's fear. But what did, what did he do? Put that verse three back up one more time. But so he feared, but he set himself up. seek the Lord. The word seek means to eagerly pursue. So he begins to eagerly pursue the Lord and he proclaimed a fast throughout all Judah. Why did he proclaim a fast? It's because he knew he needed direction from God. This is going to be a good time to not only kill your flesh during this 21 day fast. Not only are you going to be able to discipline your flesh, but this is going to be a time where you're going to be able to get direction. Why? Because you're decreasing and he's increasing, amen? So if fear has a grip on you, if you're outman or outnumbered and something's going on in your world, amen, where maybe they're potentially talking about letting you go or something crazy is going on in your world, at the end of the day, what you need to do is begin to push your play back and seek God for direction. Somebody say direction. Mm -hmm. So he begins to seek God for direction and then look at verse uh, 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 12. And we kind of hit this on New Year's Eve. But it's worth going to because we never got to the verses 1, 2, and 3. So, so here it is. He, he fears, but he begins to seek God for direction. He puts the people on the facet. And look what he says in verse 12. Look what he says in verse 12. So 2 Chronicles uh, 20, uh, verse 12. He says, uh, oh, our God, will you not judge them? For we have no power against these great multitudes that is coming against us, nor do we know what to do, but our eyes are on you. So here it is, he's got, he's, fear's got a grip on him, but I believe that when he began to fast, that, that, that fear began to lift, and he even admits, listen, we're, have got a great multitude coming against us, we don't even know what to do, but our eyes are upon you, then put up verse 17, verse 17, because he was fasting, God gives him direction, and look what he says in verse 17, so second call, then he says, you will not need to fight in this battle, position yourself. Then he said, stand still. In other words, don't let fear have dominion over you. Stand still. Don't allow anxiety to have dominion over you. Stand still. Don't, be, let, don't let your mind be all discombobulated. Stand still. So he goes to God. He puts the people on the fast so he can get direction. Because come on, what if he didn't fast? He would have probably got the people together and said, hey, y'all, it is what it is. We just, you know, we just, it's going down. We, you know, we all going to die. What kind of leader is that? I would run from a leader like that. Can I get a witness up in there? We're going to have to take a vote. We need a new leader. Come on, somebody. And I don't even believe in voting. Amen. But in that case, we got to vote because you, you, we done with you. Ain't no world we can be in the trenches with you because you'll be MIA, missing in action. But because he put the people on the fast, he was able to get direction from God. And he told the people, listen, position yourself, stand still. We're going to see the salvation of the Lord. Salvation meaning God's going to rescue us. I don't know exactly how he's going to do it, but I began to push my play back and he began to give me some direction. He began to give me some insight. We're going to get through this. But God said, we just got to position ourselves and stand still to see the salvation of the Lord. Then it says, who is with you, O Judah and Jerusalem, do not fear. Now here it is in verse uh, 3, fear's got a grip on him. All of a sudden, now he's telling the people that are following him, do not fear or be dismayed. Next verse. Then it says, uh, 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 then it says tomorrow go out against them for the Lord is with you. Look at your name and say, the Lord is with you you got to know whatever you might be going, uh, what, whatever might be coming against you, you got to know that the Lord is with you. So number one, when, why fast? Because when you fast, you discipline your flesh. Number two, fasting helps you receive direction and, and wisdom. And we know the rest of the story. We put up verse 25. It's worth looking at again. Look at this. So so after he told him to position himself, then he told him believe God and he'll establish you. Believe his prophets and he'll prosper you. Get the singer, start singing and then we know the rest of the story. They set up an ad, the, the because they begin to sing and praise God, an ambush was set up against the, the Ammonites and the Moabites, and they wind up turning on one another, and then here they are for three days. It says, look at this, it says, when Josaphat and his people came to take away their spoil, they found among themselves an abundance of valuables on the dead bodies and precious jewelry which they had stripped off of themselves more than they could even carry away. Next verse. Then it says, and, and, uh, and offer themselves more than they could even carry away. Then it says, they were three days, somebody say three days gather in the sport because there was so much. Why did they get that victory? Because they pushed that play back. I believe there's victory when you, fa- when you fast. So he was able to get direction and God told, now the directions that he got were very bizarre. Can I get a witness? When you're outnumbered and you're outmanned and God says just position yourself and stand still. In your flesh, you like, stand still. You know we got the Moabites and the Ammonites coming out. The, they got a reputation of kicking butt and taking names. And you want me just to position myself? And then you want me to believe this leader? That's how i believe God and he going to establish us and believe his prophets and he going to prosper us? And then you want us to sing? Look at you and say, That's bizarre. That's why he said his ways are higher than our ways and his thoughts are higher than our thoughts. Can I get a witness up in here? God, you look throughout the Bible, God was a bizarre God. Anytime you spit on the ground and make a mud puddle and take the mud and slap it on somebody's face and they can see. How many of y'all read that chapter in the Bible? If you haven't, Google it later. That's bizarre. Can I get a witness up in here? Amen? Even when you look at some of the other miracles that Jesus did, come on, man, you like, what? But God, how many has he done some bizarre things in your life? I know that's right. Mm-hmm. So, number two, why fast? Fasting helps us receive direction. He was able to get direction from God. I believe during this 21-day fast, you and I are going to be able to get direction from God on where we're to go from here. Amen? We hit a wall. He'll give us direction on how to maneuver out of it. Glory to God. So I said fasting helps you receive direction and wisdom. Go to uh, to, uh, Luke 4.1. Because even Jesus, he had to fast. Look at this real quick. So you got Jesus here. It says, then Jesus being filled with the Holy Spirit, he returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. Isn't that interesting? Now here it is. He gets filled with the Holy Spirit and then God puts him right in the battle. He goes right into the wilderness. Next verse. Then it says, being tempted for 40 days by the devil. And in those days, he ate nothing. Somebody say nothing. Forty days, he's not eating. He's being tempted by the devil. He is in a wilderness. If you look up the word wilderness, it means to be in a dry and desolate place. That's where Jesus is. He's in a dry and desolate place, being tempted for 40 days by the devil. In those days, he ate nothing. And afterwards, when they had, it had ended, he was hungry. Next verse. Then it says, and the devil said to him, if you are the son of God, command this stone to become bread. Look at Jesus' rebuttal, verse 4. He says, but Jesus answered him saying, it is written, somebody say, it is written. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. Jesus was using wisdom because when you're fasting, you can't help but get wisdom. So. Jesus now, come on, he's 100% man, 100% God. Look at this scripture real quick. Look at this real quick. Go, go, uh, we're going to come right back here. But put up real quick uh, Philippians 2.6. Look at Philippians 2 and 6. Because Jesus could have literally said, okay, I'll turn that rock into bread. But Jesus didn't do that. Look what this scripture says. It says, who being in the form of God, talking about Jesus, he did not consider it robbery, to be equal with God. He could have said, you know what, go ahead and do that. But no, he said, no, man shall not live by bread alone. Because again, fasting helps you receive wisdom. He's fasting for 40 days, 40 nights. He's in the middle of his own personal wilderness being tempted by the devil for 40 days. Look at the wisdom. He begins to fire back at the enemy with the word. If you ever want to outlast Satan, you better have some word on the inside of you. If you ever want to outlast the enemy, you better have some wisdom, some insight. Amen. You better be like it is written. Isaiah 54:17, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. You better be like it is written. Romans 8:31 says if God be for me, who can be against me it is written in Isaiah 59 and 19 that when the enemy comes in like a flood that by his spirit he will lift up a standard you better be like it is written in Romans 8 37 that I am more somebody say more than a conqueror that word conqueror means I'm super victorious I'm not just a victorious but I'm super victorious Why? Because you you, you got a word on the inside of you. The word will keep you. That's why Jesus said man shall not live by bread alone. And we need bread. Can I get a witness up in here? But He he said I won't live by bread alone. Because we're going to eat some bread. (laughs) With some butter. Can I get a witness up in here? Oh with some honey. Can I get a witness? Oh I feel the glory now. So it's written man shall not live by by bread alone but by every word if you find yourself between a rock and a hard place you better be able to fire back with some bible one thing I've learned is the word is anointed all by itself that's why he said in Hebrews 4 12 my word is quick and powerful and sharper than any two edged sword you don't fight we're not in some emotional battle you understand what I'm saying that's why when I grew up in church and they would say things like, I got a feeling everything going to be all right. That was so inaccurate. I got a feeling everything going to Feelings come and go. Can I get a witness? We need to change our verbiage and be like, I got a promise from God's word that everything is going to be all right. Because the Bible says the promises of God are yes and amen. I got a feeling. We're going to see where your feelings, how far you go with your feelings. Matter of fact, that's why we're going on a 21-day fast, so we can crush these feelings, so we can put these feelings to rest, so we're not running around here with marshmallow emotions. I don't know about you, but I want to graduate from the elementary things. I want to go on to the big things. Come on. Paul said, when I was a child, I, I spoke as a child, but when I became a man, I put away. Childish things. Put that up. 1 Corinthians 13, 11. I want y'all to get a visual on this scoreboard. Look at this. First Corinthians, when I was a child, look at your Bible. Your neighbor say when, when, when mean past tense. You ain't a child no more. They upstairs, can I get a witness? They on the floor right here, can I get a witness up in here? When I was a child, I spoke as a, I understood as a child, I, I thought I had the mentality, I had the mindset of a child. I would fall out like a child. I would have a hissy fit like a child. But when I became a man, somebody screamed, put away. I put away. Put it away. Whatever that thing is, whatever that thing that caused you to fall, put it away. Whatever that thing is that that, that causes you to stumble, target it tonight. Target that thing during this 21-day fast. Target that thing. Put that thing to rest. I put away childish things when me and my wife were in our early 20s she would make me mad I would flip over couches I would bust sugar jars flour jars can I get a witness and she would call my mom and my mom would come and they would clean that up I would go on to sleep and her mama and my mom just praying, sweeping it up, speaking in tongues. Lord, I thank you my son going to be a preacher one day. He he crazy now, but Lord, I thank you that he going to turn the corner. I'm looking at her like she crazy too. They don't, I'm about to go to the club. I'm talking about preach and preach what? When I was a child. <laughs> True story. My point is at 45. I am not going to be caught flipping over no couch. At 45, I am not going to be caught breaking no sugar jar. At 45, I am not busting a flour jar. You understand what I'm saying? Why? Because I'm a man now. I've evolved. I've grown up. I've disciplined my flesh in that area. I've put myself on a fast so that I could get direction and wisdom so I can graduate from some things. Can I get a witness? Anybody graduated from something? You might not be where you want to be, but my God, we need to give God a hand praise. At least I'm not where I used to be. At least I'm not flipping over couches no more and flipping over people no more. (laughs) And I was early 20s, tripping. No identity. I'm scared of people that ain't got no identity. Can I get a witness up in here? You shouldn't even run with folk that don't. They don't. They don't even know who they are. You better draw a line with them. Minister to them. Encourage them. And keep it moving. (laughs) So fasting helps you receive direction and wisdom. Go 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 back to Luke four and four. So so I don't live by bread alone. But by by every word that that, that comes from the word of God, by the word of God, live by the word. Now, we we stand on the word. We lean on the word. We we, we know uh, that that, that we fight back with the Bible, the word. Next verse. Because Satan wasn't done. Then the devil, taking him up on a high mountain, showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. Next verse. Then he said, and the devil said to him, all this authority I'm going to give you and and their glory for this has been delivered to me and I will give it to whomever I wish. Don't that sound so appeasing? What a deal he's given him. Next verse. Therefore if you will worship before me all will be yours. What a deal he's given Jesus. But look what Jesus said. And Jesus answered and said, get behind me, Satan, for it is written. Somebody say, it is written. You shall worship the Lord your God and him only you shall serve. He was quoting Deuteronomy 6 and 12. So here he is. He's still fighting the enemy. Next verse. Then he says, then he brought him to Jerusalem to set him on the, on the pinnacle of the temple, and he said to him, "If you are the son of God, throw yourself down from here." Look at Jesus said, verse ten. For it is written, "He shall give his angels charge over you to keep you." Look at, see, look at how the enemy, see, the enemy will even twist the word. It's Satan, see, Satan know the word. Come on, he was in heaven. He was the worship leader of worship leaders. Come on. Why do you think we've been through so many worship leaders at kingdom? Oh, y'all, I didn't, some of y'all laughing, some of y'all nervous. It's okay. Pride, ego got him kicked out of heaven because he wanted to be like God. He wanted to be God. And God was like, well, oh, I'm give you the left foot of fellowship. And that spirit is still alive today. That's why I hire slow and fire quick. Oh, y'all ain't ready for me tonight. Coming up in here with a prima donna spirit, not submitted to the house. Got your hands stuck out for a paycheck. We need you to have a heart of the house we 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 don't want to be entertained. We we need the anointing to fall so burdens can be removed and yokes can be destroyed. That's the Bible, that's Isaiah 10 27. We're, we don't want to see more anointing than charisma. Then we need you to be stable off the platform. Oh, boy. Put up Galatians 4.16. Look, at what it said. Look at this. (laughs) And we almost done. Look at this. Galatians 4.16. Look at this. Have I therefore become your enemy? Because I tell you the truth. And we all got to be careful of that spirit. Y'all know I talk about how ego means edging God out. Don't you ever, ever get beside your stuff and start thinking you all that. The only reason why you all that is because a greater is he that is on the inside of you. And that's the only reason why you got edge on the enemy and you got leverage on the enemy is because of what's on the inside. And even with him on the inside of you, it's still tough. Can I get a witness? Because you're still dealing with your spirit. I'm sorry, your, your soul and your flesh. So Jesus, literally during his fast, is operating in the spirit of wisdom, then we saw Jehoshaphat operating in the spirit of direction where he needed direction from God quick and in a hurry because the Bible said literally fear had a grip on him. Because of time, we got to go to the last thing. So number one, why fast? Fasting disciplines the flesh. Number two, why fast? Fasting helps you receive direction and wisdom. And then number three, fasting causes you to be rewarded. I can be rewarded for fasting. Yep, put up Matthew 6 and 16, I believe it is. Matthew chapter 6 and 16. And this is the last thing. Let's look at this. Um, let me see here. Moreover, when you fast, do not be like the hypocrites, with they sad countenance. For they uh, have disfigured their faces that they may appear to be men to be fasting. Surely I say to you, surely I say to you, they have their reward. So when we're on this 21-day fast, we're not trying to be showing off that, hey, I'm fasting. Yeah, I'm fasting. Yeah, I'm trying to get a a deeper walk with the Lord. Thus say of Jesus. You just got your reward. Because you got a chance to go tell folks. In other words, he's saying, don't, 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 don't get down like that. You know what I'm saying? Now, there's going to be people when you, that you work with going to be like, hey, man, I noticed you haven't been eating lately. Are You good? So, yeah, you know what? Our church is on the fast, you know, trying to get a close walk with God. That kind of demeanor. Like, yeah, you know, I'm trying to, trying to go to my next dimension. I want to be deep now. How You know, deep don't equal discipline. I know some deep people that ain't disciplined. What makes you disciplined is fasting, not you being deep and knowing Greek and Hebrew. Because deep ain't going to get people saved. Deep is not going to get somebody to turn a corner. Deep is going to sometimes confuse people. Deep is for you to go to theology school. So, 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 so go, go, but they have their reward. Next verse. But you. It's talking about me and you, people of God. When you fast, anoint your head, wash your face. Next verse. So that you do not appear to men to be fasting, but your Father who is in the secret place and your Father who sees in the secret, that sees what you've done in secret, will reward you openly. He said, I'm going to reward you openly openly two months before i started kingdom 12 years ago god put me on a 21 day fast with just water i didn't eat anything it wasn't you know we're doing 5 a.m to 5 p.m i didn't eat anything i went from 219 to 193 was not doing it so i can lose weight i was doing it because i was starting the church in two months and i wanted to make sure amen that my life was in alignment with him and I wanted to make sure I got direction and wisdom because obviously I had never had been a pastor before. I served in other capacities, you know, elder, minister, deacon. So i go 21 days and I read that scripture so only people knew I was fasting at that time was my wife and my kids. But look at how God has rewarded me openly. And I know if, if God has done that for me, I know he can do that for you. I don't think that I'm getting preferential treatment because God looks at me different than he looks at you. Then that means that God ain't fair. Amen. When I look at my couple of my kids here on the front row, I look at everybody across the board the same. They all bring something unique to the table and I appreciate that and I celebrate that. But at the end of the day, I don't love one more than the other. Amen. If you're a parent like that, that's messed up. That's what got Jacob in trouble because he loved Joseph more than he loved his other sons. Do we need to go to Genesis? We're not going to do that tonight. (laughs) We we did that uh, last week. Praise the Lord. But that's part of the reason why they stripped him of his coat of many colors because they got tired of their daddy buying him stuff from Scottsdale fashion. They was getting going to Goodwill for them. Come on, how many know that'll put a wedge in a household real quick? Can I get a witness up in here? You buy one kid starter, than buying the other kid the Walmart special. Come on. All hell about to break loose. Can I get a witness? <laughs> but back to my point, people of God, what you do in secret, God will reward you openly. I believe that 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 best is yet to come. So Monday, let's let's get on this fast. Watch what God's watch how you're going to be able to discipline your flesh. Watch how God's going to give you wisdom and direction. And over time, watch how he rewards you. If you receive that word tonight, somebody give God a hand praise in this place. Hallelujah.